Hello and welcome to Redune Podcast. My name is Brandon McIntosh, here with you every week telling you all the bad news out in the world. Here with me always, Tyler Shafsma, across from me. How are you, buddy? Hey, dude. Dude, doing you cool. Did, you just kind of threw us right into that. I wasn't ready. I know. I'm, I'm never ready when I, I do it but either. But like, you were like, we're going now. Mics are hot. We're started. There was no intro sketch. There was no briefing. No warm mics here. They're all no, hot. We're into it. Yeah. I'm good, though. I'll get through. I'll get through. Well, we came up with the sketch at the end last time. We can just do that this time. Well, I'll see what happens. We'll ride through this episode, see how things go. Well, anyways, thanks for listening out there. By the way, we, we don't do this enough, but if you are out there listening every week, thank you. Because yeah. it's a mystery to us who's out there actually listening to this. Thank you. If you are listening, smash that like button, that subscribe button, write a little review, tell a friend. That's the best way to get it out there. Just tell a friend. Tell a friend. Yeah. Yeah. Give them a new podcast. And we know we're slacking. There hasn't been a poster for the last two episodes. Yeah, yeah. Our lives have been busy. I know we're, we're, we're not at all professional podcasts. We, well, we don't have a team. We need, we need more people on <laughs> yeah. staff. We need, we need an, an intern. In- exactly. If you want to intern for We're Doom Podcast, we have, we're, we're ready we're, for interviews. We're busy right? boys. Yeah. So if you want to sort out our papers and our and our topics and uh, do all the research for us, and yeah, yeah, some uh, Microsoft Paint experience. That's all you need to whip together a, sh- a poster for this yeah, show. Yeah, get a good mouse with a good mouse pad. You're you're flying yeah. on MS Paint. Yeah, had a good uh, mouse pad that came in the mail there. Yeah. Probably every company like that was like better than a business card in like the early two thousands. I know a mouse that, pad, and now I need a mouse pad, and <laughs> no one's sending them to me. Yeah, you can't find one anywhere. If I sign up for Scientology, will they send me a mouse pad? I bet you they would. But uh, that is, fucking mouse pads were currency back in the early two thousands. They late, really were late nineties. They were important. The, the, did you ever use the one with the gel for your wrist? Oh, you need that. You don't want to get carpal tunnel. I know. Now it's just a pain in the ass. I'm using a, a book about mushrooms to, <laughs> as a mouse pad. I have a I have a survival bush book as my mouse pad. That's, that's very fitting. That's good. Yeah. Did, you, did you scroll through it sometimes? Sometimes I'll take a little leaf through it. When something's loading, you just pick up your mouse pad and learn a few things. Yeah. Mouse pads. <laughs> <laughs> Fun times. Yeah. I don't even. I don't know even where we were before we were talking about mouse pads. I don't know, man. What's what's going on in the world? What's going on in your world? There's a lot going on. I just got a kitten. Yeah. That's going on. I just got a house, and I just got a kitten because I just love taking on all responsibility all at once. Yeah, zero to a hundred on the responsibility. <laughs> I guess it's not a human, so that's all right. Yeah, that, it's, a little less to take care of, but you still got to deal with his piss and shit and food. Yeah, it's you fine. Feed it. You got to feed it. And you got to feed cl- ourselves. And you got to clean up what the. F- I got to clean up myself. Well, the toilet does most of that, but this cat <laughs> knows where to shit. The litter box is upstairs. He he will be playing in the living room, and he'll just all of a sudden stop and just run up the stairs. I'm like, that's hilarious. He has to well, take a good. shit. That's good. But yeah. then you still have to clean up that shit. It's still a responsibility. It's no big deal. I'm just worried about getting that uh, parasite that you can get through dealing with cat feces. Yeah. Even, toxoplasmosis. Even cat urine is, uh, there's ammonia levels in it that aren't good for people with bad kidneys like myself. Oh, yeah. oh there you go. Oh, well, you got 
What, you got two cats at home, your house? There's one, no, there's just one now, and it shits and pisses outside only. <laughs> <laughs> it spends more time outside than inside, and a cat's like a wolf. Well, that's good. Yeah, the whole litter situation, you know, it's weird. You got to deal with it every day, but it's, it's worth it. I love having a little furry buddy. Yeah. And it's like one of those end-of-the-world end animals that you don't think is going to come in handy. Like, most people think you want a horse or a dog, but like, cat, they just take care of themselves. They'll bring food for you without even asking. In this yeah, area. but not good food is bringing you rats and barn swallows. Yeah, they catch rabbits on occasion. But in that case, they're catching rodents. You can use that as bait to catch bigger things. I think if it were in a, I disagree with you. If we're in an end-of-the-world scenario, that cat is saying, fuck you, Brandon. I'm going to the closest Burger King to go through the garbage, <laughs> like, and it's not bringing you back anything. Well, exactly. I'll follow the cat. I'll eat Burger King garbage, too. But you got to train, like, a dog, you can train to go get you salmon and stuff. Like, they're descendant of wolf. Yeah, that is... Not my dog. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Get but... your Boston Terry to go get a salmon that's probably bigger than him. <laughs> he likes the water, man. He'll, bring, he'll at least get me frogs. Yep. And I saw him pick up a snake. I saw him pick up a snake one time. Yeah, frogs. Cats will do the same thing. And they are Boston Terriers are trained to be ratters. Well, there you go. You got a ratter there. It means he hasn't brought home any rats yet. He used yet. to bring them on the old uh, tea ships in the Boston Harbor and they'd go uh I don't know why you always think you're going to be eating like a king when the world collapses. Because I know there's still deer and moose and elk and bear. Oh, but if if there's too many, everyone's going to go for those first, though. Well, that's the problem. You're going to yeah, wipe them out real quick. You'll have a couple weeks. Yeah, once the food runs out in store, everyone who has a means to kill a deer is going to go kill one. Yeah, but like they'll repopulate themselves, too, like they already do. They might, but also we have a certain amount of deer tags we give each year because there's a certain amount we need to kill because we have to keep the population at a healthy level. So not if, so if everyone's just going out and killing yeah, a deer. Yeah, but then also you have fruits and vegetables. You just grow your own vegetables. I've, I've been eating nothing but zucchini for the last two weeks because I got three zucchini plants pumping out zucchinis the size of my fucking legs. Again, yeah, easy thing to grow, but not everything's not so easy, especially in the climate we're, we're entering. Crazy weather patterns. I just think you make it sound harder than it's going to be. Mm. <laughs> yeah, it's going to be super hard. And then, like, no one can wrap their head around it. It's going to be easy. You know, you're, I wouldn't use the word easy. You might uh, adjust to it. I think you can grow enough for, like, the climate thing, I guess, yeah, if the sun's coming down at us. If there's lava and fucking earthquakes and everything around, but, like, you still don't want to be chasing your cat down the riverbank. Yeah, if she's fishing and looking for food, you might want to. <laughs> they know where the food the cat's is. Cat's gonna fuck off, man. It's yeah. gonna say "fuck you." I'm out of here. It's gonna Milo and Otis here, <laughs> fucking jump in a milk crate and be floating down the river. Or it's just gonna hang out because it knows I'm gonna die soon and then eat my face. Yeah, you are a source of food for it. Yeah, it's just like looking at me like this. This guy is doomed. He is not gonna survive <laughs> this. Yeah. Cat just starts plotting your death. Yeah. So having a tiny, maybe what about maybe a big cat? Having like a trained cougar, a tiger would come in handy. I think. Yeah. Maybe now's the time to listen to a little Tiger King there and buy a tiger. Yeah, I'm gonna have to move to Texas or Florida or something. There's gotta be some big cats for sale still. Yeah. Even since the documentary. Well, fact always blows my mind is that there's more uh, tigers in uh, Texas than there are wild in the whole world. Let them loose. 
End of the world. <laughs> like, let, open the gates. That will be sweet, though. Just North America just becomes a huge population of tigers. So oh, everyone just releases them on the same day. And they start fucking in the wild. Yeah. That'll put us in line. Have yeah. top predators around us again. Yeah, that's what you <clears throat> That's what you need to be afraid of. Yeah. It's something that's going to jack you. You get out in the yeah. woods by a grizzly bear. Tigers are one of the only animals in the world that are active man hunters. Yeah. Only in certain places. Yeah, though. you saw that documentary in India. Yeah, where the people have to wear masks on the back of their head. Yeah, it just jacks. It knows it likes human now. So it yeah. just goes to this tribe and jacks people. Yeah, and it's like... It, I guess it has to do with like monsoon storms and stuff that will like ravish areas. But they'll chase the them down the river. There's guys in that yeah. documentary that'd be like in their boat, and then a tiger's just swimming down the river after you. Like, oh, I'm gonna yeah, fucking just eat snatches you. them because they know how easy it is. <laughs> I'm amazed more animals haven't figured it out how easy it is to kill us. Grizzly bears know. Remember that grizzly man documentary? He was just hanging out with the grizzly bears, thinking they were his friends, and they just waited long enough to fucking yeah. eat him. Someone, yeah, one of the bears just snapped. I don't blame him. That guy was annoying as hell. Quit <laughs> poking us, you old meth head. Yeah, my, yeah, my name isn't Patrick, okay? <laughs> Quit calling me Patrick. Patrick. But yeah, that guy, he pushed his luck. He, yeah, you don't <laughs> I expected that guy to be eaten by bears. But if you could train a grizzly bear like they do in the circus or in, or in old the circus. Uh, Dr. Doolittle movies. Yeah, act, bear actors have it better than circus bears. But you train that bear actor to also hunt you salmon, and then you have a bear on your tribe. You can get bear to hunt you moose. <laughs> they can get you more than salmon. Yeah, but the, you got to have a deal. You got to be like... 50-50, you know? Yeah. Half's well, going to me, and then I'll give you half there. Well, you got to get the right You got to get the right bear. You got to get, like, a Kodiak bear, right? They're the biggest grizzly species in the world. They're the ones that love love the salmon and stuff. Yeah. But and they're you, still going to jack you eventually if you get too close. Yeah, probably. Or, or if you even try and take their food source. That's so crazy that they put grizzly bears in movies sometimes. Yeah. Bart the Bear. He that was, was like uh, a famous bear, right? Yeah. He was, the movie The Edge. Do you remember that? Yes. With uh, Anthony Hopkins and Alec Baldwin. They get trapped in the woods. They like crash a plane in the middle of Alaska. There's just a bear hunting them the whole time. Yeah. That was a badass movie. Um, but like, how long is that bear on set before it just snaps? Like, you got to have craft services ready for the bear. Yeah. Like, the few stories I've heard about people talking about bears on set, it's like, it's just in and out. It's real quick. They get it over with. They have to, like, constantly just be feeding it snacks and distracting it. The same bears in Dr. Doolittle, right? Pretty sure. Yeah. I know there's a few uh, bear actors out there. <laughs> they get them when they're young. Yeah. Yeah. You got to. Get them when you're young. You hire an agent. <laughs> there's grizzly bear agents out there. Not likely. I don't know. There, well, there's uh, there's just like animal wranglers, right? Yeah. Like that's their job in Hollywood is yeah. to get all these fucking animals. And it's yeah. like, or there's people just bear sanctuaries that have super close to neck connections with their bears. Like yeah. you've seen the video. He's like this big fat Russian guy, and he's just rolling around with his bear, just wrestling it. And his thing is just the like the guy like its head is about half the size of the guy's body. It's just unreal big, but I would love to wrestle a bear. No. If it was just playing with me, yeah. If I knew it wouldn't get out of hand. You know, their claws are like fucking razor blades. Yeah, yeah, definitely. You'd have to wear like a big thick jacket (laughs) and gloves. I'm still not wrestling a bear. Um, It's like, 
I knew a guy who got bit by a zebra. <laughs> what? <laughs> this fucking psychopath. I worked tobacco. I worked within tobacco when I was a kid. This guy was a creep. He fucking ran a fucking exotic petting zoo. Yeah. <laughs> what kind of animals did he have? I don't know. Well, the zebra, clearly. Lemurs and zebras. Yeah. <laughs> but he came to work one day with, like, his fingers all bandaged up because he got bit by a fucking zebra. I'm like, yeah, you're probably poking it in the nose. You <laughs> look, you work in tobacco, and you look like a fucking creeper. You probably shouldn't have a fucking petting. This guy was fucked. He, had a, he, he got bit by a zebra. I don't know why Jesus. I just thought of that. <laughs> yeah, I don't know why people get so swept in with getting exotic animals. Like some, It's an addiction, man. Yeah. And, like... <laughs> Some cases it's money and people just, you know, they can acquire these animals. And This guy just had a fucking petting zoo. And yeah. He's probably diddling kids. <laughs> yeah. yeah, but then there's the people like this guy who, don't, you know, they don't have the money or the means, but they do it anyways. Yeah. There's like, screw it. I want this crocodile in my living room. I always wanted make... an alligator when I was in high school. What would you do with it? Just fucking have it. Just have it? Yeah. <laughs> Uh, that's probably how most crocodile pets started. I'm just gonna have it until it outgrows the tank. Yeah. Or eats a finger. I knew a guy who had one. I thought it was the coolest thing ever. Yep. Some people just have alligators, man. Those are dinosaurs. Those I, are <laughs> around the If I had like a f- big farm with a big pond, I'd get an alligator because they'll. It's just a cool thing to have. Yeah. And it's, it's crazy because they might be able to survive like super cold temperatures. Because uh, even Florida and other northern states that have gators get hit with crazy cold temperatures. And they, like, poke their noses out of the water and the water freezes around them. And they just stay like that. Yeah. So they can breathe and just go into this weird hibernation state. So I wonder if you could actually have, like, I think you can. pond of gators. I don't think gators have a problem up here. I think there's probably a lot more alligators yeah, in Canada than you a, know. Yeah, other people have a problem of There's gators. a lot more gators in Canada than you know about, Brandon. I, I totally believe it. A you lot know. more. There's probably a lot of people's <laughs> crazy animals. I've probably talked about it on this podcast before, about the monkey I saw in Toronto near our old house. I, I, yeah, I believe it. You were even walking with me, but you didn't even see it. I saw it, like, well, I at least got the best look at it, and then it ran away. With sure, us. I believe it. You know, there's yeah. probably someone who had a little fucking monkey, and it got it escaped, and then they, they just live. They learn how to survive. Yeah. I wonder if the monkey's, like, letting the cat out, or it'll just come back home later. Depends like, how that's good wild you train, to Depends how good you train your monkey. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> but, like, there's no boundaries when it comes to animals anymore. They're everywhere. Yeah. It's, it's, it sucks. <laughs> it doesn't suck. It's good. We have, bad. We have global, like, certain animals can only live in certain climates, and you probably shouldn't have a tiger in Canada, but they're here. Yeah. And, like, people have... In the sh- wild, yeah, or people have chimps. That always blows me away because that never ends well. No, they're, gonna they're fine when they're up. young, and then as, as soon as they become teenagers, they're just vicious here, just ready to kill you, just looking to die. Yeah, you don't want a chimp. I'm weird around monkeys. Just... <laughs> How many monkeys have you been around? Not enough. Not enough? Have you ever been around a monkey? Yeah, like at the zoo and stuff. Not like personally. Oh, like, okay. I haven't been in like anyone's apartment and they just like pulled out a chimp or anything. Yeah, I had, uh, well, we were in Bali, me and Dorothy, two years ago, and there's a whole, uh, there's a whole, what do you call it? Monkey organization. There's a monkey forest. <laughs> it's a monkey forest with monkey ruins, and there's all these crazy old statues of the monkeys. Yeah, but those monkeys are native to that. 
They are, but like they are also part of this crazy tourist attraction. So they come real close to people, and they hate people. By the way, I saw I could sit there all day and watch them fuck with people and just freak people out and chase people away. Like I watched them run up to this guy. He was crossing the street. This big fat guy in a nice cream, and the monkey ran up to his feet and reached up with his hands, and the guy just held the ice cream up. Like, no, he can't eat this. Monkey just climbs right up him, snatches it out of his hand. Fuck you. And then just walks away and just takes the ice cream cone and just sticks it into the pavement. And it he didn't eats, even he, enjoy yeah, it? No, he ate the cone and left the ice cream. Left the ice cream. Didn't like the ice cream. But, yeah, it was weird. I They were jumping on me. Like, I didn't want them to. They just decided to. No, they're toddlers. They went through all my pockets. They, like, undid buttons in my shorts to go through pockets. Luckily, I had nothing in my pocket. No, you don't want anything in your pockets around monkeys, man. Yeah, they're pickpockets. I'm pretty sure people that work there have trained them to do that. But it's so clear that we're <laughs> descendant from that animal. Yeah. Like, look at humans. Look at monkeys. Look at there They are. They're toddlers. Yeah. They act like kids. Yeah, and we still do. You know, we're apes too, but like we still throw our shit at other people on occasion from oh, time yeah. to time. You'll see stories about that. Yeah. Or just like, or you live downtown London or something. You're like, you'll see that we're still apes. That'll remind you that we're apes. Yeah. The way we act sometimes. Or like, when was the last time you just climbed a tree for fun? It feels good. Yeah. It's like it feels like right. I did it like last week because I have a bunch of big trees in my ear. It's <laughs> like I'm in a tree right now. This is where I belong. Yeah. That was a long time ago. That's when humans were still like climbing trees, eating fruit, having tails and stuff. Those are the tree days. Yeah, yeah. Those are the but they're still in us. <laughs> it's still there. That DNA. All that DNA. There. What if we can revert back to that? We might have to, man. So then you're not going to need a cat. Yeah, there's a, there's a few things going around saying that this new COVID vaccine might revert... It might bring you back into oh, a chimpanzee off. state. That's gonna. Are we, are we gonna start going backwards now? Yeah, we've hit the peak. We've hit the peak. Now yeah. we're going down the fucking back slope. That's right, my friend. And this brings us into we're doom news. This comes right out of India today. This is the second crazy India COVID story we've done. The first one was the uh, doctor uh, administrating human urine to people on ventilators. It's like, quick, get this in. You. No, it was cow urine. It wasn't even human urine. It's yeah. Like, like, get this cow piss in you, you'll be right as rain. You should be drinking your own piss. Yeah. So this article says, Facebook bans over 300 accounts that claim COVID-19 vaccines would turn humans into chimpanzees. <laughs> wow. So Facebook banned, between Facebook and Instagram, uh, only 65 are on Facebook, 243 Instagram accounts. But they kicked them off. Yeah. And a lot of them were coming from India. This is like an Indian rumor. Uh, so basically, AstraZeneca created a vaccine based on chimpanzee genes. When tests showed side effects, this vaccine should be banned. Otherwise, we will all become chimpanzees. It sounds like someone on Reddit trolling. It it does, but you know that's a lot of Facebook groups to start to to like three hundred different groups all about this specific thing. They just think we're going to turn in, into chimps. Yeah, AstraZeneca hashtag AstraZeneca kills. Stop AstraZeneca. Doesn't say anything about chimps there. 
That's that, a, yeah, that's a weird that, one. It's weird. That's weird. It's not the worst thing to turn into. Like at least you're, yeah, you are reverting back to like your state. That'd be kind of nice. Some people think they're animals, man. Just imagine how free you would feel if you just became a chimpanzee again, right? All, all these modern life worries are gone. You're just like back to the woods. But I don't, but like, do you, does that mean we're gonna start forgetting the things that we know now as advanced apes? We're advanced apes now. Are we just going to start forgetting like the internet exists and then just go right back to just eating fucking nuts of bananas? Yeah, or is like our body just going to turn into a chimp and we're going to keep our intelligence? Start getting more hair. God damn, it'll be Planet of the Apes. Maybe that's do you how think that do you think that maybe we will start growing more hair and thicker, different coarser hair if the sun starts like heating up a bit more if like <laughs> we need to protect ourselves? Are we going to like evolve some sort of protecting Maybe that's how we fight climate change by just evolution. Just evolution. We just start evolving adapt to, to adapt, but we're gonna have to go underground for a little bit first. Yeah, but problem is we'll be adapt to living underground. Right. Yeah, it takes evolution takes a long time in certain cases, but like with the progression of like what humans have done on Earth in such a short period of time, yeah. we've proved we can evolve in quick situations. Same with animals who've evolved along with us. But you're talking about devolving. Devolving. That's what this article is talking about. Like, so we're going to become dumber, hairier apes. We are Devo. Devo men with hats. (laughs) I don't know. Um, What about the girl who thinks she's a horse? Can we talk about that yet? The girl that thinks she's a horse? I think think that's where this fits in. Does it? People think we're animals. And you showed me a video earlier of a girl who thought she was a horse. Yeah. Uh, what led to that was uh, an article here. That's mental illness. That's not turning uh, into an animal. I don't know. She's pretty good at it, I guess. <laughs> She's a good-looking steed. Yeah. So basically this was uh, people have been taking uh, ivermectin made for horses to fight COVID. And the FDA came That's out saying, <laughs> where it said, you are not a horse, you are not a cow. This is dangerous. Stop it. <laughs> like, yeah, people that, are taking horse medicine to try and cure the COVID. Well, because like a COVID-19 does exist in the cow world. Does it? Yeah, like they've had, they like they've known about like COVID viruses that cows get for years. But can they get COVID-19? I don't know. Yeah, so that's what the yeah that's what the medicine is used for in the animals is right. to get rid of uh, uh, worms and head lice. There's a whole bunch of things, but yeah, people are like getting the hold of these horse prescriptions. So like these poor horses aren't getting their medicine because a bunch of rednecks want to pump <laughs> themselves full of it. So maybe turn, they thought it was ketamine or something. And then turn into horses themselves. Yeah, maybe that's what's gonna happen. Start jumping over things. Yeah. Would you rather turn into a chimpanzee or a horse? Um, chimp. Chimp? Yeah. Just because it's closer to the human form? And just, yeah, more upright. I don't want to be bent over, jumping over shit. Well, your body's built for that. You know, it's, not, it's not like you're going to be hunched yeah, over like, like this girl. Yeah, but look how I'm sitting right now. I'm cross-legged. <laughs> I'm, like, I'm more closer to a chimp right now. Very if I was a horse, so. I'd be laying down like... <laughs> Oh, horses sleep weird. I'd love to try a horse on for size. Just try that out. <laughs> you look like you try a horse on for size. Just uh, like try running around and just. I think it would be fun. You know, big long face. You got hooves. Look at my uh, hooves. I've never, I've never liked horses. That was a good Tom Green impression. Yeah, I've never liked horses. Yeah, I've never been. 
big fan. You ever of ride a horse as a kid? We I had like we had ponies. I have, and we have footage of you when you're like three riding a horse. Yeah, <laughs> it's not fun. It's you look like you were having fun. Yeah. Did you have a bad horse experience? I fell off a couple times for sure. There you go. That's how Superman uh, became paralyzed. You gotta be careful. <laughs> <laughs> horse accidents. Yeah, no, yeah, horses are scary. I've seen people, like, break their ankles yeah. and shit. I haven't had many horses riding experiences. I went to Dominican Republic to, like, a resort and did one of those trips where they put me on a horse. And it was a nice horse, but I discovered it hated every other horse. <laughs> like, any horse that tried to pass my horse, mine would just start freaking out and biting the other one and kicking it. And, like, so everyone just stayed away from me. <laughs> it's crazy. When, like, horse, horses have done a lot for humans. Like, it's crazy that it was, like, that's the animal that we will train to pull our wagons. Yeah, yeah. And just it, it's, it, before that, it was, like, that's the animal that we're going to dominate and start riding and carrying us far places. Carrying us around, yeah, as transportation. Like, Well, I guess, like, they did use camels in Egypt and stuff. Yeah. And it's crazy is, how you, yeah, like, how do you, how you get a horse, like, how quickly people can just turn a horse. Like, I feel like they give up real quick. <laughs> like, if you're real persistent on riding it, at some point it's just like, I'm fucking fine. Where yeah. do you want to go? Where do you want to go? They've given in for sure. It's in their genes now. Yeah. But you see some nice wild horses on the countryside sometimes, you know, just running in the wind. You see wild horses? <laughs> <laughs> I've, I've never personally seen wild horses, but sometimes late at night I will YouTube videos yeah. of wild horses. Well, I've seen them in Australia. And, you, yeah, there I don't. There might be places in Canada where there's wild horses. Or just horses that have gotten away. Yeah. And they've become wild on their own. Like, you can't be tamed. Like, out in Nova Scotia. See ya. We used to always go to this uh, big cove that had all these wild horses. Wild horses. They're in it, brought there just to graze, right? But like some of them didn't go back at the end of the year because they they just couldn't find them, right? So they just live out there, and they're kind of used to people. One let me pet them. Like, yeah, I was just like really high, just walking up super slow with my hand out. But they are just wild horses. Like nobody owns. Yeah, them. well, I wasn't sure if this one was wild or not, but there's like domesticated horses down there too. Yeah, but this is just like out in a meadow. Yeah. Just like but there's also out. lots of, like, moose around there, too. You think the horses fuck around with the moose? Yeah, they probably stay away from each other. Yeah. Moose are just crazy when you see a big moose in the wild. Yeah, how come we didn't domesticate that? Like, Dude, really... you can't tame a moose. I don't know. I actually, I think, I'm pretty sure uh, there used to be, like, Norwegian soldiers in, like, World War One that rolled... Train elk? It might have been elk or caribou. Or moose. Yeah, no, you like that's an image you see is like the Viking riding an elk. Yeah, like you fucking tamed an elk. That's yeah, pretty badass. Well. They don't have horses. They gotta you gotta <laughs> tame their big hooved animal that lives near them. Yeah, no, it makes it makes perfect sense. You know, fucking camels in India and Africa, and you don't see yeah. anyone taming giraffes. Yeah, they, elephants. Oh, here's a story here. The Miramichi Moose Man and how he domesticated a moose named Tommy and would ride him. <laughs> a moose named Tommy. He would ride him around town. It sounds like your drunk buddy that's drinking beers. Yeah. <laughs> a hey, moose, moose named Tommy. <laughs> we knew a Tommy. He's a bit of a moose. <laughs> Tommy is a moose. Yeah, there's a picture of this guy riding it. It doesn't look like a very big moose. Wait, is this recent? No, this is, oh, this is black and white photos. This has to be like the 1920s. 
That's still pretty recent. Uh, yeah. For taming moose. I think if you can tame a wild horse, you can tame any large hooved animal. I don't know animal. if you can tame any hooved animal. Get them when they're young. Like this moose, moose looks like it's young. Like, cause they, yeah, they get super aggressive. Moose, moose super aggressive. dangerous. Same with yeah, elk. Yeah, you don't want to fuck with moose. Like, a deer maybe, but they're too agile. You can't put a saddle on a deer. Yeah, like you'd have to be real small, I think, to ride a deer. I could probably pull it off. Yeah, I think you could pull it off. If I got the big, big, but they're they're real uh, wiry and dirty, you know. Yeah. Horses seem to go, travel in a good straight line. Deer kind of dart all over the place. A camel would be fun. Camels are sweet. Camel will be fun to ride. They seem uh, they seem more chill than horses. Oh. They do spit and bite people. Yeah, and they can get a little crazy. I think sometimes. I think these animals are just, just don't want us on. <laughs> well, no, they're animals, man. We're using them. Yeah, <laughs> I feel bad. Like like even Mennonites, I'm just like I get it. You want your way in life, but these poor fucking animals. <laughs> yeah. Or even worse is like when you go to like Quebec City, for example, you get all these horse-drawn carriages around the city, surrounded by cars. Like the horse must be like, "What am I doing here?" Still, yeah, they're cop- all driving. Why am I here? <laughs> cops still use horses in Toronto yeah. and shit. What the hell's with that? They say it's for crowd control. Yeah, I'm like, how often is like half the time you just see two cops just riding down the middle of the street, horse just, just shitting everywhere. Yeah, just to look cool. It's like, what crowds are you controlling there? Just take like what happens? You have to chase a perp. Do you chase him on the horse or do you get off the horse? That's such like that's such an old timey like badass cop thing to do. Ride him on horse. Yeah, and then a cowboy comes into town on his horse. All right, pistols so, at dawn. All right, so you're gonna be a chimp. I'm gonna be a horse. Sounds like a fun car. I'm gonna ride you like fucking Planet of the Apes. <laughs> I'll let you too. We'll give you that. Team up. Well, that's, that's a fun story there. Well, let's move over to Zam. Let's, or no, let's go to Tesla. What? What's, what's old Muskie doing? Let's see. Let's check in on Elon. What is he doing to become the next supervillain now? Elon so, Muskie. So this is from Electrek, web, uh, electrek.co. Tesla is actually going to make a Tesla bot, humanoid robot, for general purpose use. You knew it was coming. What's considered general purpose for Just a humanoid robot? Playing play catch in the backyard. <laughs> playing catch and cooking eggs. That's what I got my <laughs> yeah, robot so, for. Someone to flip burgers and <laughs> take out the laundry because daddy left. I yeah, just find more ways to get rid of uh, just human purpose, right? So Tesla announced that it's actually going to make a humanoid robot called Tesla Bot, and it will be able to grab your groceries for you and perform other menial tasks. Groceries. Because that's what you don't want to do. You don't want to go to the store and get your groceries yourself. You, you cu- want to put the list into the robot, say, you go get the fucking eggs, Tess. Yeah, there's already Tessie? there's several services you can call that will go get your groceries for you. You don't need a robot. Um, so it's AI day today. I don't think this is out today, but at some point Uh, it it was, was. it was AI day. Yeah. Intelligence, artificial intelligence. So Tesla released many details about its progress to develop AI technology to power its self-driving systems. But as we expected, there was a one more thing moment and it was robots. So CEO Elon Musk announced that Tesla plans to build a humanoid robot called Tesla. See, I don't know why they're going with humanoid because it looks like a human. I saw a picture. I feel like you can go human plus, right? 
Like, you could add a few. I don't want it, though, because you, you can train it to go get you eggs. You can train it to use a gun. Yeah, whatever. <laughs> I don't think, yeah, training it to use a gun is not a menial task. No, but they somebody will be like, well, let's fucking shoot up a movie theater. I think it'll be one of those things where it will refuse to do that. It'll be smart For now. Enough. For now, yeah, until they start implementing yeah, them know, into the military. Hacker, and, like, people are going to hack your robot. Yeah, and the fact that he's just trying to make an everyday robot for your household tells me that there's probably already elite armies of military oh, robots. Oh, yeah, the military robots are already probably way more insane. But, like, think some hacker finds out, like, someone you want to murder is allergic to shrimp. And just be like, hey, you're out of the grocery store. <laughs> slip, slip some shrimp cocktail into this pineapple juice and you're killing people you don't trust <laughs> your assassination plan. you could do that and get away with it <laughs> but now you can get a robot to do it for you it's gonna happen more often just like a just a robot all right bring these just here take these fistfuls of shrimp and shove it into this guy's face yeah he likes shrimp do it he doesn't like shrimp he i've already programmed them to know that i'm allergic to shrimp all right, so must describe Tesla as already being the biggest robotic company in the world. Considering the capabilities of its vehicles to see and understand the world around them and not and act on that information. Have you seen the cars? Like, the cars are already yeah. crazy. You can pull your car around to you. Yeah, but they're having a problem with hitting emergency vehicles specifically, which is weird. Someone we know has one, and he gets it to drive over to him on set. Oh, my God. That is terrifying. One of our old professors. Oh, my God. I didn't know they could drive over to you. Yeah, yeah. I was talking to somebody the other day. That, he's that's like, yeah, spooky. this person has one, and he just calls it over to him when he's on set. He's like, oh, I'll just get my car to pick me up. Like, that and, and this robot. Uh, have you heard of a book called Robopocalypse? It's, yes. It's a very scary novel. You have that book. I you? have it. I had it. I let someone borrow it. I, I think you let it. me borrow it. Oh, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I haven't read it yet. I was like, I'm pretty sure you Dude, lent me that book. <laughs> you should read it. it I is, think it's in a box at my place. It's yeah. very scary. It's a novel, but it's written by uh, a robot expert who's written several books about AI and like robotic programs. And then he basically had, you know, he has all this knowledge. He's like, well, what if something bad does go wrong? Let's played out as a scenario and it was actually supposed to be made into a spielberg movie and i don't know it fell through didn't happen did it fall through or did it give away too many secrets that might have been it but it had self-driving cars that they were the first ones to just start driving around like every car was self-driving so everyone's happening so they're just cars racing around just plowing people down like there's some incel with a van in toronto just taking everyone out fucking christine man like it's gonna happen so can you imagine a whole city full of christines dude i saw so many teslas in montreal last week yeah they just got all turned on the chips they got to flip the chip to evil and it's done yeah it's not gonna take much there's also humanoid robots in that book too in a world not too far away from our world yeah and these things yes yeah, buying thing. up all the shrimp yeah buying the shrimp start strangling their owners with their robot hands yeah they got hands yeah so the tesla bot itself so it's human it's five foot eight it's 125 pounds i feel like they're just building you <laughs> it's close it's robot strength yeah. Is your speed about five miles per hour? Uh, a little slower. <laughs> yeah. Can you deadlift 150 pounds? Cannot. All right. <laughs> well, this robot's got a little on you. Uh, world built. All right. For humans. Eliminate. All right. So it's uh, its main. What is this? 
I guess it's uh, words to live by. It's world built by humans for humans. Friendly, and it eliminates dangerous, repetitive, boring tasks. They're going to so, think they're humans. Yeah. This is only going to go bad. How long till you can train one to love? I don't know. Because he's also... <laughs> here's another crazy thing. Because he's also coming out with the, the neural link, which is going to turn our brains into supercomputers. Mm-hmm. And then people are just going to download their brain onto their robot. Exactly. This, yeah. They're going to be... You're exactly going to be able to do that. Or be able to control it from your living body. Like, just sit down in a chair. Oh, just VR fucking through the eyes of the robot. Yeah, and you won't need a controller. You'll just use your mind and control this body. Yeah. Just sit there and eat chips all day. Get fat. Watch your crypto go up. <laughs> That's what you do with the robot? You just eat <laughs> Doritos as a robot? No, I would be eating Doritos while the robot's out doing my eat, getting my shrimp. <laughs> <laughs> Hurry up and bring the shrimp back so you can go out and get more Doritos. <laughs> But we're just going to live in the VR through the physical world of our robot. That actually sounds kind of fun. If, you know, if our well, world... Well, like, think, like, sometimes it's a fucking pain in the ass for me to drive over here or you to come to my place. Yeah. We just got our robots to meet halfway, but we can still sit at home and control them. This could be our... our what happens with climate change where our human bodies won't be able to handle oh, yeah, we're, the climate coming. We're underground controlling our VR yeah. robots that can walk on the sun. Go back to your idea of evolving underground. That's what we'll be doing. We'll be living in bunkers with air conditioning and then up on the surface it'll be hot as fuck but we're just walking around as robots. Yeah, but we'll all be sitting there with VR helmets on yeah. controlling our robots looking through the eyes of what they're seeing on the surface. Walking yeah, exactly. through lava and shit. Like, are you, the thing is, are you permanently hooked up to this thing or can you like take breaks, you know, go people, have a coffee break? And, people won't take breaks though. Yeah. If you want to get anything in. done, you'll stay in it. Yeah. But just plug in with all the water and food you need and just colostomy bag you just shit into. Yeah. <laughs> just live as a robot forever. <laughs> live as a robot forever. But yeah, would like you probably be able to put your consciousness into this robot even when your human body does go. Yeah. So uh, I don't know, Musky. You're you're riding a fine line to uh, like an incredible future and a terrifying dystopian future. Musky's got it all, man. How uh, how are him and Grimes doing since? I I don't know anything about. <laughs> Has she put out any new music? I don't know. I'm not a fan of her music. How's her child? Uh, the, 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 the number child. Yeah. I don't know. They're keeping them. They're keeping those kids pretty secret. He's probably in a fucking dishwasher somewhere. Yeah. He's in a freezer. He's, he has a bunch of kids too. And like a bunch of them are like made in labs, like not robot style, but like how other children are made in labs. Coming Test eggs. tube babies. Yeah. Right. But just the, can you imagine like the technology he has available to him? Jizz he, egg babies. Yeah. Like he could probably, eggs. yeah, he could probably design his kids. Right? He's probably uh, making a little musky army with all these little bastards. Yeah, and then he's just going to put all their consciousness into the robots. Yeah, they'll be the future, I think. Just, can you imagine that? Just all of his children teamed together. They're, they're like a hive mind. <laughs> yeah. I'd let him take over. Go for it. He's probably sent, like, without telling anyone, he's probably sent, like, some jizz into space. Oh, for sure. Probably in that car he sent up there. Say, guys, hold on. Before we send this up here, I'm going to need a few minutes with the car. If you can leave the room. Yeah. <laughs> just going to jizz in the trunk. <laughs> just shooting little test tubes of his jizz into 
Jupiter. I always thought if, if aliens wanted to uh, show themselves in, in a, a fun, mischievous way, which they already I kind of are, if they take Elon Musk's car from space and park it in his driveway. That's kind of funny. That would be sweet. <laughs> if there's any aliens listening, you should probably your idea. do that. There's a little idea. <laughs> park his car back at home. Yeah. All right. So won this won this news cycle with uh, our doom person of the week here. So this comes to us from Zambia in Africa. Uh, Zambian pastor dies after being buried alive, hoping to resurrect like Jesus. I don't think Jesus buried himself alive. <laughs> I don't know much about the Bible or Jesus, but I'm pretty sure he went into a cave for three days. Didn't they hang him on a cross? They did. Oh, wait, yeah. They killed him on a cross, then stuck him in a cave. And he came back out of the cave. Yeah. I'm pretty sure Houdini buried himself alive. <laughs> oh, fucking Jesus. Well, he got the idea from somewhere. Yeah. So a pastor in Zambia has died after he was buried alive by his followers. So I don't know if it's his doing or their doing. <laughs> They're like, trust us. Trust us. You'll be resurrected. You'll be like, no, this is all shit. Put me down. You probably asked them to do it. Yeah. So Pastor James Akala of the Zion Church in Chadiza Town claimed he could resurrect after three days, just like Jesus, the Son of God. So it was his, his idea. All ye of little faith, bury the Sakara you see now. And he shall arise from the dead and breathe his free lungs full again. He allegedly told his followers before being buried. <laughs> so it's like, was it like, did they plan it? Or is he just like, bury me right now. <laughs> Let's do it. Ready. Here's the shovel. There's got to be a little bit of planning. You got to dig a hole. All right. Yeah. So dressed in a white gown, a pair of leather slippers, and his hands tied up. Yeah, this is totally Houdini style. You don't need your hands tied up. The clergyman was buried alive. Yeah. Clergyman was buried alive in a shallow grave by three members of his church. The 22-year-old assured his father, he's only 22? Yeah, yeah, there you go right there. He's a fucking kid. You don't have some kid leading a cult. I don't know. This is probably on TikTok. We could probably watch yeah, it on probably TikTok. TikTok. <laughs> what people do for TikTok. TikTok cult leaders. TikTok <laughs> cult leaders. <laughs> The 22-year-old assured his followers that he would come back to life on the third day. Oh, his followers. Yeah, his followers aren't cult followers. They're TikTok followers. Yeah. <laughs> but they found him dead when they dug up the grave. That's real shocking. And I think the picture in the article looks like the moment they just found him after digging him up. Because they're all just bent over looking with their arms crossed. Just kind of like, oh, shit. All right. You know what? It's like, he, did you record him saying that he could definitely do it and we're totally allowed to bury him? <laughs> I hope these people don't get in trouble. So the reports indicate Sakala's soiled gown was covered with mucus and blood, an indication that he struggled to death. Yeah. Police, that's one of the worst ways to die. It's being buried alive. So, yeah. So police arrested one of the men who buried the pastor alive while the other two suspects are still at large. Uh, he left behind a pregnant wife who was later laid to rest, who and then he was later laid to rest at his homestead. So they buried him again. <laughs> Why didn't you just leave him in the hole? <laughs> like dig another hole, more work. He's already at the church. Why didn't you just fill it in again? <laughs> Especially those guys that got arrested. They should have just been like, "All right, no one saw anything. We're just gonna fill this hole. Tell everyone he went to on vacation." <laughs> That sounds terrifying, but 
does sound terrifying. I'm pretty sure Houdini did that, and David Blaine did that, uh, but they survived. How come we're not worshiping them? Some people do. Yeah. Magic. Magic, magic worshippers. Magic people, yeah. <laughs> I haven't met any of those people. Some people really like magic. Yeah. <laughs> Just real into it. I don't get it, but... Neither do I. I don't like that they know something I don't. <laughs> All right, how long have we been running here? Do we have time for an alien story? I think we could end on an alien story. Let me grab, yeah. let me grab my alien book here. Uh, grab the alien book, The Field Guide to Extraterrestrials is a segment we do on this program where we dive into Brandon's childhood Bible, which is the field guide for extraterrestrials. And uh, this book has over 150 different extraterrestrial sightings throughout the... uh, I feel like we might be running out. I feel like we have at least gone through half of them. We've done a bunch, but I don't think we've done over, like, 50 of them because we don't do it every episode we're only on like 50 episodes of the show so hey, well here here's a category called robotic so oh, since we're flip, talking about robots flip, flip to the first one in the robotic category oh yeah it looks like uh the covid19 virus <laughs> <laughs> but like much bigger about the size of a like a beach ball like, yeah oh yeah, yeah. Big, how big does it say on the uh scale there um it says 1.5 feet that's about beach ball size. That's a big, that's a good concert beach ball, yeah. And it's got some prongs. It looks like those horns that people bring to soccer games and just like... No, it does look like a COVID vaccine virus, just the size of a big concert beach ball. Yeah, and this was uh, spotted November 9th, 1979, Livingston, Lothian, Scotland. This is a Scotland sighting here. Um yeah, so a 61-year-old forestry foreman had just parked his pickup truck in the woods and set off on foot with his dog to check out some trees in a clearing near a new highway. Just going to check out some trees. You do that, don't you? Always going to check out the trees. When he reached a clearing at about 10.30 a.m., he saw hovering just above the ground a gray sphere with several dark portholes above its, rim, above its ring-like rim. So it's glowing. Kind of. I don't know what he's he's describing a sphere. I don't know if this is a thing. This this uh, thing with the prongs, this virus thing. So when Taylor tired to focus on the details, the object appeared to fade in and out of focus as if trying to camouflage itself. Cloaking device. Yeah. I know I struggle to read this book, but whoever wrote this book is fucking terrible. <laughs> the way they just structure some of their sentences. These are real encounters. I know, but they need a better writer. But they are exciting accounts. Suddenly, two beach ball-sized things, there you go, came rolling from the craft toward Taylor at a good clip, making a kind of suction noise. Well, this looks like it's covered in little suction cups. They're just... It's coming for them. The things, said Taylor, look like sea mines. Like, you know, the mines they have in the sea to take out submarines, right? Okay, yeah. Yeah, with six legs, with... It had, like... Yeah, so I had six legs. Within moments, the mines were at his feet. Taylor smelled an odor so pungent that it struck him down unconscious. So a bunch of stinky beach balls. Stinky beach balls. I don't know. Did they use the smell to take him out? I don't know. That's a, it's a form of defense, yeah. I guess. After 20 minutes later... See, see the way this is written. <laughs> 20 minutes later, Taylor recovered, hearing his dog bark. The witness was lying on the wet ground with a burning sensation on his chin and an itchy left thigh. Sound like they raped him. 
<laughs> Jesus, man. I don't know. They're coming in sucking with a bunch of prongs. I don't know what they're doing. The things and the object were gone. Taylor felt weak and nauseous, and his throat burned. He struggled to get back to his truck and tried, tried and failed to radio for help. He then attempted to drive, but lacking coordination, quickly got his truck stuck in the mud. He finally staggered home to his wife, who found him exhausted and dirty, and his pants torn. Ah, this sounds like an excuse. He was down the road with old Terry's farmer's daughter. Yeah. It's a farmer-daughter story, I can tell already. Yeah. Got hickeys all over him. <laughs> yeah, this, yeah, and it explains the sucker cup. Should have seen this beach ball. Came at me with the suction cups and raped me in the woods. So while a doctor examined Taylor, the police treated the case as a physical assault and began an extensive criminal investigation. They're going after these beach balls, eh? Yeah. I wonder if they did like a like a rendition drawing. Have you seen these two beach ball looking people? <laughs> At the site, they found lines on the ground, indentations consistent with the imprint from a heavy object, and holes dug by the spike balls as they attacked Taylor. One skeptic suggested that Taylor had encountered ball lightning, but those who know the witness have testified to his sincerity and reject the notion of natural explanation. So. <laughs> I guess, um, I think these things are probes, I guess. That's the best thing to put be it. Pro- I guess they'd be some sort of Creepy probes. little drones came out of a larger sphere to investigate this guy. Or just, just pin him down and rape it's him. It's definitely interdimensional. It's not robotic. It doesn't sound robotic. Oh, I think it's just because they're like metallic looking. And the, ob- the main sphere was metallic. Okay. So I don't know what else. He didn't really describe what it was made of. But it's, it's an interesting one. It's not your typical gray alien. It's just, just a, a bunch of floating breast pumps. Just beach balls. That Futurama episode where it's just a bunch of bouncing balls. Do you remember that one? Yeah. <laughs> that could be it there. It's a bunch of beach balls. You don't know how aliens are going to take their form. I guess not. A couple uh, blowfish floating through the air. I know. Like Maybe they're super excited to see this guy. Being a bunch of balls, maybe they're fun, playful. They like sports. Sports. <laughs> maybe they just play a little too violently with this guy. Yeah. Or this guy was sleeping with farmer's daughter a few doors down. Yeah, and uh, she was sucking on his chin. <laughs> he had to explain some hickeys to his wife. Yeah, you know that seductive move of sucking on that chin. <laughs> uh, all right, Brandon, we're doomed. We are certainly doomed. We're certainly doomed. Like, subscribe, tell a friend. We're doomed. Get some more listeners. We're doomed.